0: This is Steve Hiles welcoming you to episode 23 of the Teacher Rockstar podcast, a place where tips and strategies critical to the new teacher are discussed. In today's episode, we'll be taking uh, a look at community building activities for children in grades K through 8. But first, a word from our sponsor. I am so thrilled to be able to announce our Teacher Rockstar Academy course presale, which is on through April 30th, 2021. If you're a brand new teacher, a student teacher, or perhaps a teacher reentering the teaching profession after an extended absence, this course is for you. Learn the tips, tools, and strategies for supercharging your classroom management skills. Build your self-esteem, gain confidence, and establish your credibility among your peers. To enroll, go to teacherrockstaracademy.com. That's teacherrockstaracademy.com and crush it during the first days of school. Okay, let's dive right in. The biggest achievement for any teacher is when they have every student in their class involved in collaborative group activities and perform as a team when given a challenge. While new teachers struggle with these practices and ways to get every kid in the class on the same page, having such harmony has everlasting benefits as well. It teaches students the value of teamwork. They learn to respect the differences and understand their abilities as well as the strong points of their peers. The problem presents a big question mark and leaves many teachers with a headache. And here's why. The resources allocated by schools for extracurricular activities that make a huge part of this practice also play a vital role, and the permission by school administration to teachers on how much they can add or take from their instruction to make time for collaborative activities. But these should not stop teachers from fostering student collaboration and teamwork, thus making the future of their students much better. Now that we understand the issues we're addressing today, let us take a moment to discuss the benefits in detail and why these practices should be considered important for a classroom setting. As students learn more about each other through team builders, their trust and comfort level with their classmates will improve. This can help make each student more vested in group projects and tasks since they not only want to do well themselves, but they want to help their classmates succeed too. Another big benefit, in my opinion and experience, is the ability to communicate. And it is a skill that can make or break you in your adult life. The more you excel at communication, chances of success also elevate. At an early age, when students practice the skill of communication, the environment of the class gets better, they get better at delivering ideas, and develop the ability to understand other points of view. Now that we have established the idea, let us move towards the fun and engaging community-building exercises you can perform even in a virtual classroom. I'm going to discuss several things that you can do. It's by no means an exhaustive list, but should get you well on your way. Let's start with the classic techniques that work every time and then move towards best practices you can use in your virtual classroom these days. The Human Knot The Human Knot is a classic team-building game. To practice this game, have your students stand in a circle holding hands. Now students have to untangle themselves by walking in between students in front of them, going over or under locked hands. They can also go between other students legs. They have to make a knot keeping their hands locked to the other students. Now two other students need to work together and give instructions to the human knot. They have to find a way to untangle it. Such a challenge will make your students think before they act. They will have to share their ideas and have to listen to their peers to solve the puzzle. And the best part is they cannot rush their way out of it. And a single student cannot free themselves while others maintain the position. Uh, The next activity is escape the room. Create an escape the room game. Students will have to work together in groups to escape the classroom. They have to look for clues and codes on their computer and all around the classroom scavenger hunts breakout games or escape the classroom games uh, encourage students to work together plan a strategy divvying up tasks and communicating progress this leads us to story time another great activity gather your students in a circle and give each student a picture of an animal object place you could also give each student a certain emoji such as a snail a church skis a dancer a baby and so forth Now start a story by creating an introduction of your own. The next student goes further on the previous storyline and adds an extra narrative with the picture that they're holding. This process continues until you reach the last student. Together as a class you've created a very complex and creative story. Every student took part in the story. This game is ideal for promoting communication as well as creative uh, collaboration. This activity also promotes their creative thinking and imagination to create scenarios and think outside the box. It starts to reflect in their creative writing and speech assignments as well. The next activity is get on the chair. Now I have to caution now, only perform this activity with your kids after really knowing uh, your children. Okay? For this classroom team building game, students need to be flexible and, pro- and balanced. Okay? Now. We need to provide a chair for every kid. All chairs should be lined up in, in a straight single file line. Every student stands on a chair. Now the teacher asks them to go stand in a certain order. Okay, For example, the teacher might say, I want you to organize yourselves from old to young. Well the students now have to change places without touching the ground okay, or obviously falling off the chairs. With this team building exercise, the students get to know each other better in an interactive way. The teacher can give other directions like, for example, the teacher might say, I want you to line up now from tall to small or from A to Z. Uh, every, Every time, the students have to change their positions without pushing someone off the chairs. Working together is very crucial. I can't underscore that enough. If you want to make it more challenging, you could even set a time limit. It should be performed in complete uh, supervision and should only be done once the students are comfortable being close to each other and have the physical characteristics to perform the tasks. And this leads us to the ball game. Now this activity is a simple yet effective community building game for students in in a new class. And I've used this often uh, at the very beginning of school. Uh, All you will need is a tennis ball or you can get you a squishy ball. Uh, Ask your students to stand in a circle and give the tennis ball or, like I said, the squishy ball to one student. Their task is to throw it underhand to another person in a circle and say their name as they throw it. The person they throw it uh, to then needs to throw it to another person in a circle, also saying the name as they throw it. Now, once all students have learned everyone's name and mastered this step, it's time to up the difficulty of this task. Now, this time, instead of saying the name of the person they are going to throw the ball to, stu- students need to say the name of the person they should, uh, that should rather get the ball next. For example, if student A throws the ball to student B, then uh, they would say the name of student C. The person student B needs to throw the ball to, okay? It promotes teamwork since there is no individual winning. If the ball drops on the ground, or let's say if the student gets the wrong name, then the team loses, so they will have to work together as a team to win as a team. Alright, the next activity is crossing the line. To start this activity, you will need colored tape to mark the line in the center of your classroom. This team builder uh, is designed to help students learn more about their classmates and feel more comfortable sharing personal information about themselves. Now to start this activity create a line using a tape down the center of the classroom. You can have students pick some topics, categories that they are curious to learn about each other or you as a teacher may select uh, the topics yourself to actually start the process. Okay now for, for each topic Ask a related question to students that they can answer by crossing the line or staying on one side of it. Uh, For example, if the topic is about video games, you can ask students if they play more than four hours of video games each week. If students answered yes to that question, they would actually cross over the line. You or other students in the class can ask questions to the students who cross the line such as, what is your favorite game or what gaming system do you have? As students begin to get more comfortable with the activity the questions asked should begin to get deeper and more personal one question you might ask could be do you ever doubt yourself when asking deeper questions though you might want to make sure right that you give students more time to process the question and decide if they want to cross the line uh, with the deeper questions in um, encourage other students to ask the question that works towards helping all the students in the class feel more comfortable with one another and developing solutions for potential problems. Um, For example, uh, with the question above, another student might ask someone who crossed the line, what could you do to help them improve their self-confidence? Now another word from our sponsor. Hey, my friend, would you like to jazz up your writer's workshop with an engaging, exciting activity for your students? Grab my free Let's Write a Book activity. This resource comes complete with templates and step-by-step directions for creating their very own mini-book. Your students will feel proud as authors of their very own book. Simply go to getstartedonarightfoot.com. That's GetStartedOnTheRightFoot.com. Uh, your students are going to absolutely love this activity. Okay, moving on to the next uh, thing I want to go ahead and share with you is the virtual classroom jobs. Now, in distant learning, as we have today, and I speculate it will continue to to be around for some time, even after we get back to semi-normal, we can also develop a virtual classroom community by creating online student jobs, ways for students who are helpers to contribute. Uh, they can be uh, voluntary roles, and not all students would have to take a job, but we could at least make sure that the jobs are offered to all students at some point. Online classroom jobs are best uh, when they enhance what we already are doing. Okay? But now a few things to consider would be how will you assign the jobs? How long will students have them? And where will you display the jobs? Now here's an example here, maybe you might have a classroom librarian help to organize a digital classroom bookshelf. A motivation leader could post weekly inspiration for the class on your daily agenda or learning management system. A discussion leader could help to keep conversations um, building productively. A book talker could share first lines or snippets from high interest books during classroom meetings. A vocabulary master could be in charge of making sure at least one of the week's vocabulary words is used in conversation. Think about things you would ideally like to do, but if they don't get done, the world won't end. Things that would enhance learning and extend students' leadership or academic skills. The next thing I'd like to talk about is promoting kindness. When we take time to do something kind for someone else, it helps us to deal with any pain we are currently experiencing. Loneliness, depression, anxiety during COVID-19, people are experiencing a wide range of emotions. When we don't regularly interact with other people in person, it can leave a void. And that's why social-emotional learning is very critical um, during distance learning and even in the classroom as well, okay? Okay. Uh, in order to build a virtual classroom community and lift some spirits, we can pose kindness challenges. Students can complete these via email during meetings or on a learning management system. Schoology, Seesaw, Google Classroom, and many other technology platforms have features that allow students to post and view content. Students can compliment a classmate by writing a thank you letter or email. Share an inspirational quote or uplifting paragraph from a book. Smile and laugh during meetings. It's contagious. They can contribute an idea that will help solve a problem or make e-learning more efficient. Make Play-Doh presents. Have students mold a gift that they would give to their peers if they could see them in person. The next area is uh, very, very important including parents in your virtual learning community. Let's talk about that for a second. A virtual classroom community is healthier when parents are involved. We want parents to be our partners, our cheerleaders, our reinforcers. Uh, Including parents in the learning process doesn't have to be hard. Consider using a program like Remind Class Dojo or Seesaw in which parents can create an account and see all the assignments, due dates, and notifications from you. Sending home a weekly newsletter or posting updates on your website so that parents are aware of the big learning goals and executive functioning tasks for the week. Inviting parents to listen to recorded lessons so that they can help their children at home would be powerful. Asking parents to be guest speakers to talk about how they use reading and or writing in the workplace. Send home a Google form uh, with questions that will help to give parents a voice in their child's learning process. Of course, some students don't have parents at home who have time to be a large part of their child's educational experience. So whatever we do to include parents... We need to be mindful of those students who don't have unlimited support at home, as well as those parents who are already stretched thin and can't add another thing on their plates. Remember, building community in a classroom is not an affair that stays in the class after your students head home. It's a practice that will stick with them for the rest of their lives. Well, this brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Rock Star podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hiles. We hope you've enjoyed listening to these tips and strategies on community building activities for children in grades K through 8. When you get a moment, visit my blog and subscribe to my newsletter for the latest educational research and unadvertised bonuses at stevesclassroomresources.blogspot.com. That's stevesclassroomresources.blogspot. Com. And don't forget to subscribe to us at the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. And if you'd like to support us, please feel free to share our podcast with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. That would be super cool. Thanks again, and we'll see you same time, same place next week. And remember, my friend, you got this.